Check, 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 check. Check. Uh, we on. How's everybody doing? Welcome to the Uncle Kelvin Podcast, episode 19. Episode 19. I am your host, Uncle Kelvin. Kelvin? Uh, Big Kel. We gonna get, we gonna get all those. You might hear some lighters flickering. We got things that we're gonna announce. We got things that we're gonna do. Let's break down. I'm glad you guys are tuning in. I really appreciate it. Go ahead and like, subscribe, share, do all those things. Listen, I'm glad you guys are listening. Appreciate it. Plus eight entertainment is now on TikTok. By the time you guys hear this, we should already be on there on TikTok. So follow us on TikTok. Plus eight entertainment. You'll be seeing clips from the Uncle Kelvin podcast. Please be sure to tune in and follow Plus Eight Entertainment. Everything is in the bio. Please go to Instagram and follow the Uncle Kelvin podcast. The link is in the bio. Link is in the bio on everything. So you can go ahead and get everything and find everything coming up on this episode. We're going to break down Plus 8 Entertainment. That's the umbrella that everybody's under. We got Plus 8. We got the Uncle Kelvin podcast. We got How to Win at Blackjack. That should be be out by the time you guys hear that. How to Win at Blackjack. We got that going. We got Animal B Bears. You got to follow my man, Animal B Bears. We got my man Remington on ice. <laughs> That's my main man. You know what I mean? We've been in for a long haul. You know what I mean? And last and definitely, definitely not least, Deliterate. He's been down from day one, my A1 from day one. So we always keeping it in. So make sure y'all go follow uh, all that and check all that out. All right. So let's get into it. Let's kick it off then with uh, Casino Stories. Let's go. Casino Stories. All right, people come to me. They say, Kelvin, tell us about some of the famous people you have dealt to. And a buddy of mine asked me, he said, man, how come you tell certain people names and you leave other people names out? I'm like, well, because sometimes um, the information and the stories that I'm given are already known. It's already published. The names are known, so there's no reason for me to hold back the names, okay? In other events, if the names aren't known, I don't want to be the one to try to out nobody information because that's not what we're here for yet. Where the fuck you get off talking to people about me behind my back? That's not what we're here for yet, all right? So here we go, casino stories. Kelvin, what famous people have you dealt to? I'm going to leave the most famous for last. And we all know who that is. We're going to leave that for last. Is it the shoes? On this episode. I got plenty of stories about him. I'm only going to tell you guys uh, maybe one, maybe two. I don't know. So let's go into it. First one, Jimmy Butler. I, I don't know if you guys know about Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is a Chicago. He was a, He was drafted by the Chicago Bulls. In uh, 2000, I think, 11? 
2011. I was working at a casino, and um, Jimmy decided he wanted to come to the casino and play, I guess. And at the time, nobody really knew who he was because he was a rookie. He wasn't getting a lot of time. You know what I mean? I sort of knew who he was because I followed basketball a little bit. So he came into the high limit area while I was dealing blackjack. He walked to the table. He was like, and I was at a dead table. Dead table means nobody's at the table. All right. Normally, if nobody's at the table, that's a good indication that that table has been taking money. Normally. All right. So Jimmy Butler decides to walk to the table. Hey, man, you look like you lonely. Nah, I'm not lonely, brother. It's about over a couple thousand people in this casino. I'm pretty good. I got TV in front of me. I got ladies walking around. I'm good, man. I'm not lonely. Oh, man, you might be tough, man. Yeah, I might be tough, man, you know. Well, how much is this table? Now, here's the thing when people say how much is the table. The table limit, 99.95% of the time, is labeled on the table, okay? The table limit was the minimum $50. He said, okay, then it's $50, yeah. Okay, he reaches into a pocket. He pulls out about $700, all right? That's light work in the casino business. It's, it's heavy work to me. Believe me, if you guys want to go ahead and donate $700 to the Uncle Kelvin podcast, please do at Plus 8 Entertainment. So let me continue. All right, so Jimmy buys in for about $700. He's like, give me y'all black. I'm like, okay, that's 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 what I'm talking about. Don't come in nickeling at him, you know what I mean? I know who you is. You you play for the Bulls, you're a rookie. You ain't got that big money yet, but you know what I'm saying? You ain't got no little money. So he plays $100. He loses the first hand. He loses the second hand. And I don't know if I said, I, I didn't say this. Jimmy Butler has fingers like E.T. He has like long E. I don't know about the rest of his fingers, but his index finger is like the size of E.T. I'll pull up footage of this because his finger is, he has a very long like Arsenio Hall phone home E.T. finger. So he's like, I should hit. I'm like, nah, you really should. Nah, I should hit. Okay, so he's a horrible blackjack player on top of having a long finger. So... Uh, he loses the whole $700, $800, whatever it was. And he says, oh, man, you was tough. I'm like, no, nah, I, I wasn't tough, man. You know, you're, you're a young man. Because at the time, like I said, the kid was only about, like, 22. And I'm like, no, nah, I wasn't tough. You know, you just need to learn how to play blackjack a little better. Fast forward, about two years later, I'm in the same high-limit room. Damn it, I didn't progress in life. Two years later, I'm in the same high limit room. But Jimmy Butler is now a starter for the Chicago Bulls. Yes, he's taking Derrick Rose's shine. And he is the star of the Chicago Bulls. And he comes to the blackjack table. I see him. He see me. I remember him. He remembers me. But this time, he has a hood over his head like draped all over his face like he's like Kanye or something. And, and, and you got to remember that Jimmy Butler stands about 6'7", six, 6'8", seven, six, six, seven, six, seven, six, He's not a little guy. So with him having a hood over his head, it doesn't make him more inconspicuous. So he comes to the table. He's like, hey, man, what's going on? Yeah, man, I'm, I remember you from last time. I remember you 
from last time. Okay, I'm going to play you this time. Okay, fine. So at the time, I was on the table that was, um, how do they say, in the casino business that was dumping money. It was giving money away. Every card was played correctly if you played correct blackjack strategy. I will get into that later. If not, you can go ahead and follow How to Win Big on Blackjack at Plus 8 Entertainment on YouTube. So let me continue. Jimmy comes to the table. He buys in. This time, Jimmy buys in for about, I want to say, five, 6000 cash. He buys in. And at the time, it's about two other people on the table. He sits down, he buys in, he, he wants all black. I'm like, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Don't come in playing around. If you got the money to play and gamble, gamble that money. That's how you do it. So Jimmy sits down. I deal the cards. Now Jimmy Butler becomes the ultimate hood-wearing weirdo playing on the table, talking to himself in third person and playing incorrectly. Jimmy is playing on the third base. That means the last card that's dealt to the players. And I had one particular hand. I had a six showing. Uh, one person had a 17, they stayed. One person had like a 11 or a 10 and they doubled down and pulled like a like like eight or something like that. And Jimmy Butler had 13 against my six and said out loud, Jimmy should hit. And everybody at the table, even me, because the players, the one of the players was uh, tipping for me. Like I said, as a, as a dealer, you have to get tipped because they get paid. We, we used to get paid. Like way in the water, way in the water salary. So we was depending on those tips. So this guy was betting for me. He was betting like $20, $25 or $30. And Jimmy Butler said, Jimmy should hit. And we like, no, Jimmy shouldn't hit. Jimmy should hit. He should hit. And he took his long ET fingers and he creeped it like phone home and he scraped the table and I hit his 14 with a face card for 20, meaning for like 24, he busted. I flipped up my card and I ended up making 20 and the whole table lost. And the one guy who didn't know who Jimmy Butler was, I guess he wasn't a sports fan. Maybe he wasn't a Chicago Bulls fan. Oh, he just didn't give a damn about what the hell Jimmy Butler was doing. And he said, hey, buddy, what the fuck is wrong with you? And Jimmy kept his hood over. He didn't look at him. He looked at the table and said, no, nah, somebody had to hit that. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, Jimmy. Nobody really had to hit that. We're going to get one more casino story. I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all the big fish, the big dog that I have dealt to. Everybody always talks about him. People got a plenty of stories. I'm going to give you one. Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Yes, I've dealt to Michael Jeffrey Jordan a few times. I met him a few times. 
Um, one of the times was, uh, I would have to say it was 1996. The Bulls were playing, they were about to play the uh, Seattle Supersonics in the NBA Finals. So at the time, he shows up, before Michael Jordan shows up at the casino, security knows, every department already knows that Michael Jordan is showing up tonight. Okay, Michael Jordan's gonna be here. Everybody needs to be on their shit because Michael Jordan's here and he might go for 45 or 50 points. So y'all gotta be on y'all A game. I don't know what the fuck that meant, so. <laughs> That's impressive. Why do we have to be on our A game? Cause this motherfucker coming here just to play blackjack. But anyway, right? He shows up, they're, they're getting ready. Uh, Seattle was on TV playing. I remember this. And Sean Kemp did the breakaway dunk. They can show that where they was going in the Western Conference Finals. And somebody looked at Mike and said, Mike, can you guard that? And all he did was look and laugh like, there's no way we're going to lose to these guys. I'm like, this dude was confident. And he had on old school brand X Jabos. I'm going to get back into those Jabos in a minute. Remember, in 96, Michael Jordan had on brand X Jabos. We're going to get to that. All right. So MJ comes to the casino. He has Juanita's family with him. That was his wife at the time. She was from the hundreds. That's an area in Chicago. They call it the wild hundreds. You know what I mean? It's not really Beverly Hills, but you know what I mean? It was a pretty decent area, but it was no, they real. They real out there. You know what I mean? Uh, Juanita had a sister that was my age at the time. Um, she was telling me, you know, like MJ is not really that nice to the family. And I'm like, well, he shouldn't really be because y'all ain't shooting and practicing with him in the gym. Huh? Bitch, you weren't with me shooting in the gym. What you talking about? He got y'all up here eating crab and lobster before it became popular. Yeah. So he goes ahead. He's, uh, he's playing blackjack. And here's the show that no one likes to lose. Michael Jordan had, I want to say, $200 bet. And I was on the other table dealing, uh, and a young lady was dealing to him. And he had $200 bet. He had a 19. She pulled a 20. He looked at her. He didn't say anything. The next hand, same thing. 1920 and the, the third hand he had a I think 18 or 19 and before she flipped her car she said 20 and she had a 20 he said see this is the bullshit I'm talking about this shit is rigged I'm like what I'm thinking you just lost $600 you mad about that then I thought well you know nobody really likes to lose I guess all right, so let's get to the part of the show where basically this is what everybody tunes in for. This is the part of the podcast where I give you Uncle Kelvin's unsolicited advice. Uncle Kelvin's unsolicited advice. That's hashtag T-U-K-P advice. All right, so here we go. 
we have a few questions. And because this is unsolicited, it's going to be a special few that weren't not asked, but they had to be told because this is unsolicited. All right? So give it up for my myself, my team. Hit it one time. Say it again. Uncle Kelvin's unsolicited advice. Uncle Kelvin's unsolicited advice. All right, here we go. A few are going to be special. Let's go. Question number one. My boyfriend's parents are using fake vaccine cards to get into his graduation ceremony. Yikes. Wow. Now, this comes That's from a uh, yikes for uh, me. Holy good shit. friend. Good friend 93. They give a, a brief detail. So here we go. They said a boyfriend, parents, are using uh, fake vaccine cards to get into a ceremony, the, the graduation ceremony, and she thinks that's not morally right, and uh, and she thinks that's a public safety issue. He has allowed three guests given, and that the Greek, the three guests uh, must have valid uh, vaccine cards. Uh, he he does not see an issue with it, but she does see an issue with it. Obviously, he wants his parents there. You know what I mean? I understand because they paid for the shit. You know what I mean? If they didn't pay to go, if they didn't pay for you to get to school, goddamn right the parents got to go, girl. Come on now. You, you, you tripping right off the front because college and school costs a lot of money for these fools to go. Believe me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry everybody that went to school and paid all their money. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm an older cat. I understand. But I, I I realized the game at an early age and jumped out before they put all them debts up under me, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay? Y'all got to live through. But y'all got great experiences, though. <laughs> So y'all can trade y'all experience and that $350,000 debt that y'all got. All right, so let's get back to helping this girl out because I got to help her out. You know what I mean? So I guess she figured, you know, obviously he wants them to go. Uh, she said she love him, but uh, she can't hold her tongue, especially since they are the people that talk garbage about illegal immigrants. Uh, forging legal documents to gain access into the country. I understand that this is their decision not to get vaccinated, but we have to show how no one has developed a big idea. I'm belonging to the major COVID-19. Okay, then. All right, so check this out. You obviously got an issue with his parents. He gonna always love his parents, baby girl, so obviously you got a problem with them. So, my advice to you is, because you see how they move. They understand what it is. You keep fucking around, your ass going to be out of there. You ain't got to worry about it. Keep talking that shit that you talking. Your ass is gone. Your ass going to be out that motherfucking family for sure. They already paid money for this motherfucker to graduate. Did you graduate? I don't even know. I don't, I don't know if you did. But your ass, you complaining because they don't want to... 
Man, listen, baby girl, your ass going to be out there for guaranteed two years, a year and a half tops. Because as soon as he get out of school, they're going to be like, get rid of this dang, man. All right, but good luck to you. All right, uh, second question. Uncle Kelvin solicited advice. Should I finish out my two weeks or just ghost now? Come on, man. If you can send it in to the Uncle Kelvin podcast, you already know what my advice is. Leave that motherfucker job now. If you listening to it while you on break, check this out. Just go in there like right, like soon as you finna get ready to go back to work, right before you finna go in, be like, you know what? I'm not feeling it, man. This shit ain't in my soul. I'm out of here. And just walk out. Uncle Kelvin's unsolicited advice. This question comes from, okay, can I see that name? I need, I need glasses. Uh, remember, hashtag T-U-K-P advice. This comes from Daniel Weiner. Weiner? Yeah, Daniel Weiner. All right, here we go. Half brother is angry because I throw the toilet paper in the trash can. Disgusting. All right. And he has, he has background information. See, I like the background information. I need to know what's going on as far as throwing dirty toilet paper in the trash can. So I need the background information. So here's the background information. So I recently moved to Germany. Okay, then. So we got people out there in Germany. Shout out to Germany. You know what I mean? I ain't never been there, but you know. I'm not going to get into the stuff that I heard about Germany. All right. Okay, so here's the story, because I can't really understand how they wrote it out. So apparently they moved over to Germany, and they were used to, when they were in Latin America, uh, throwing the toilet paper in the trash can. But apparently where they're at in Europe, uh, they told them that they can throw it in the toilet, because uh, they haven't been doing that. I'm very disgusted. Their half-brother is upset, and now he is beyond pissed. (laughs) (laughs) I swear to God, he says, now he is beyond pissed, and he doesn't believe that I've been taught that way. I have no idea how to make him understand that I'm not an asshole and that I've been taught that way. Here you go. Here's your unsolicited advice. Uh, say you sorry, first of all. Say you sorry. Don't do the shit no more. Stop. Just stop doing the shit. Do, do the shit. Stop. The shit. Do, do. Stop. Just stop doing the shit. Don't do the shit no more. Stop. Don't just break your habit. Say you sorry. Be sincere. Be sincere. Clean that motherfucking bathroom out. That's number that's number one in in a, in a boat. Clean that motherfucking bathroom out. Cause you putting goddamn shitty toilet paper in the goddamn toilet. You a grown motherfucker. Alright? So that's what you do. Sincerely apologize. Get his place sanitized. 
between the shit that's going on now, no pun intended, the shit. <laughs> the shit that's going on now, what are you doing? You can't, you can't be real. Consejos no solicitados de Angle Kelvin. All right, here we go. Last two questions. All right, so I don't know where we at. Four or five? Remy, let me know where we at. Remy, where we at? Four. All right, that's where we at? All right, then. Here we go. Should I update my wardrobe? Now, this piece of advice is for an individual who listens to the podcast. This individual piece of advice is to update his wardrobe. I spoke earlier about Michael Jordan Money's gotta be the shoes. coming in to the casino in 1995-96. Now this same individual, he's a friend and he still wears those exact same clothes that Michael Jordan was wearing in 95-96. And I mean like the brand X Jabos, real 90s type of wealth. And I, I tried to explain to him that if you're a younger person, like if you're young and you put on retro clothes, that look cool. Okay, damn, this young motherfucker got on some retro, some older clothes. But if you're an old dude and you got on old clothes, that make it look like you just jumped out of a fucking time capsule or some shit. Do I make you horny, baby? Or you haven't updated your fucking wardrobe since 91, 95, 92. Stop that, man. Anytime you step into a place, they look like, damn, is this a costume party? Last time I seen you, my man, I know Bismarcky had just passed away. R.I.P. Bismarcky. Hit that Bismarcky for me one time, Remy. Hit it for me. All right. And I seen you. I'm like, damn, my daughter was, you know what I mean, old to him. No, that's just your regular. No, your regular can't be like that, playboy. Either you, you overdressing and looking like you still came out of the time capsule, man. Like they just thought you have a block of ice. So please, please. Please, please, stop wearing those old clothes because you're an old dude and that's making it look like you're stuck inside a 1992 sitcom right now, man. Okay, you're making it hard for us to hang out with you. Every time we go somewhere, people pulling out their phones. They're thinking it's some type of show. Like, damn, they go Curtis Blow. Who is that, Cool Mo D? <laughs> Come on, man. We know we older, man, but we ain't got to do that. All right? That's the unsolicited advice for you. Uncle Kelvin's unsolicited advice. Now, last piece of Uncle Kelvin's unsolicited advice. And this one goes out to, I'm only going to say his name one time. One time, I'm only going to say your name. 
Because I know you listening. I know you listening. Hey, check this out. Y'all ask me how come I don't say name. Uh, this, this is the name I'm going to say. Let's go. All right. Here we go. Because I'm feeling myself right now. Because people talking, taking straight punk shots. Here we go. Here's his name. Uncle Kelvin's unsolicited advice to Ryan Davis. If them niggas, if your base, if you a black comic and your base ain't them black people, you're going to be out here starving, dog. I, and I agree completely. I agree completely. Nobody's arguing that. That's why a, a nigga like a nigga like Hannibal Burris will never be as big as Cat Williams. Cat, and you can't kill Cat Williams' career because Cat Williams got the people. No matter how much the industry got behind Hannibal Burris, it would have never pushed him to the heights of a Cat Williams. And that was control. That was they picked him. Boy, if you don't, he get... was fucking comfortable enough. He was motherfucking that's, accepting. That's him. why I used him as an example. Shut your motherfucking mouth, punk. Who? Who's Ryan Davis? Sorry, shouldn't have said your name again. Won't happen again, though. Nobody know who the fuck you is. So you keep your motherfucking mouth shut. You keep people name out your damn mouth. And worry about your own shit. And here's the thing. You roly-poly looking bastard. You no-neck black, short, turtle-looking face punk. I seen you three years ago in L.A. I told you I was representing. And what you do? You look short, fat, bowling ball with no arms and legs, having ass. You offered to buy me a drink. If you had a problem, you could have said something then, punk. But you didn't. And I didn't accept that drink. Because, see, I, I see how you roll. You the man that said you ain't never lived by yourself and you choose to live with a man. How you doing? So you keep a motherfucking name out your mouth, punk. This real talk. You shut your fucking mouth. Stewie from Malcolm in the Middle looking short black ass punk. Don't you ever mention nobody goddamn name no fucking mo. We over 13 years in the game, punk. You just showed up on YouTube doing a motherfucking reaction video and you think you the motherfucking goat? Shut your fucking mouth, you punk bitch. You know what it is. And I dare you to say something, you punk motherfucker. Keep your mouth shut. That man ain't gonna never mention your name because you ain't gonna never be on his level. But I'll fuck with you. I'll fuck with you, you roly-poly looking motherfucker. Big breastuses? I ain't never seen no motherfucker look like a roly-poly more than you. You's a human life roly-poly. That's what the fuck you is. And I seen you. I talk to you. And I know the shit you say out your fucking mouth, 
on the uh, on the internet and all that shit. Face to face, you ain't you ain't with that shit. So calm your motherfucking self, punk. You know where to get it. And you don't want to see me again. So keep your motherfucking mouth shut. So that's my unsolicited advice to you, sir. Is to keep your motherfucking mouth shut. Don't open your mouth and speak on that shit ever again. And as far as that, see, we're all good. <laughs> all right. So, with that being said, I'm glad y'all watching. Glad y'all tuning in. Hey, everything's looking good. We out. Peace, 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 peace. It's always peace. Keep your mouth shut, punk. We out, though.